together for our father. We appreciate you. We can do better than that in Jesus' name. Uh, he has been a blessing to us. He has spoken to our lives. And some of us, we are the way we are because of the grace upon these servants of God. And from the bottom of my heart, I honor you. And I thank God for what is doing in your lives for the sake of the body of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name. Amen. I take this opportunity to uh, greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Lord is so good to us. The Lord is so gracious. The Lord is so wonderful. The Lord has allowed us to see a time such as this. Uh, a time of which the prophets they spoke about it they prophesied about it but they were not able to see it but here we are the Lord has allowed us to see and witness the things which were prophesied unfolding and taking place uh, in this generation in Jesus' name. And there's something that the Lord is doing and is confirming that uh, through messages, is confirming that through the things we see are taking place. There's a witness in the heart of the people of God. And it's a strong witness uh, concerning the time that we are living in. And uh, that's what I want us to understand uh, this hour in Jesus' name. Let's turn to the book of Romans chapter 13. Uh, we are going to read from verses 11 to 14. Romans 13, 11 to 14. And the day is drawing nigh and nigh every day. So the Bible says, and do this, knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is fast spent, the day is at, at hand. Therefore, let us cast off every works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in the reverie and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision 
for the flesh to fulfill its lust. Father, we thank you. We give you honor and praise because you are ministering to us. And Father, here we are. We are fasting, Master. We are willing, O oh God. I thank you, Father, for the entrance of your word. It is, it is bringing life to the ears. It is strengthening us because you are a good God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You can go back to verse 11. This servant of God was speaking to the Roman church. And uh, it's just like where we are today or right now. He's speaking to us. The Spirit of God is speaking to us. And he was speaking to this church and he told them knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. So he was talking to people who probably have forgotten that they are in this journey and telling them that you know the time knowing the time so we know the time the time that we are living in knowing the time that we are living in that now it is high time to awake out of sleep so it's reminding these people who probably have forgotten that we are in this journey. And they have fallen asleep. There are people who are sleeping when we are supposed to be awake when we are supposed to understand and know the time that we are living in. And there are people who have gone into slumber. There are people who are sleeping as if they don't know and understand the time that we are living in. And it's reminding these people, these are believers. These are people who are born again. These are people who love Jesus Christ. These are people who probably they fellowship together. They pray together. But it's reminding them that we need to come out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Praise the Lord. Our salvation is nearer than we first believed. That's why I said something is happening. There's a strong witness which is taking place. And the Bible says that spiritual things are discerned by spiritual people. So if you are in spirit, you are able to understand the time that we are in. 
And if we understand the time that we are in, we will come out of sleep and embrace the light because we are supposed to be people of the light. But it's telling them it is high time that we come out of sleep. Why? The time is drawing nigh. Jesus is coming back for the church. And this has been witnessed even today by the songs we have sung that something is happening. That we need to wake up. We need to wake up. There are people who are sleeping. They are forgotten. But we are being reminded that our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. It is drawing nigh each and every day. The day of the Lord is at hand. Our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. When we received Jesus Christ, we were saved. But we are also being saved even now out of the things that are happening. There are people who are struggling with issues. There are people who are under attack. There are people who are surrounded. There are people whom the devil is, you know, after them every moment. The Lord is saving us from all those. And that's why we are here together. We are able to praise together. We are able to worship together. Because the Lord is saving us out of all this for his glory. But also a time is coming when we'll be saved out of this world. And God willing, I'll deal with that in the other service. That a time is coming, a time of salvation, when we will be raptured out of this earth. We will be saved out of, you know, the darkness which is upon the world. Because the church will never taste the wrath of God which is coming upon the disobedient. People who do not believe in Jesus Christ. So we will be saved. And that time is coming. A time of rapture. And that's why it says our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Verse 12. The night is far spent. The night is far spent. The night is fast spent. The day is at hand. Glory to Jesus. The night is fast spent. 
The night of fear, we can see it with our naked eyes. The night of pain, the pain that people are going through, the night of pain. We have heard of wars and rumors of wars in different places, in other nations. Things are happening, a time of darkness. So that night is fast spent. It is almost coming to an end. And the day of the Lord is at hand. Our pain is coming to an end. Our tears will be wiped. The Bible says that and the Lord himself will wipe away our tears. I'm trying to imagine the kind of handkerchief that God will use to wipe your tears. Because when the Bible talks about our tears will be wiped, which means there are people who are crying. Yes, you are born again, but a lot of things are going on. There's a lot of pain going on. That is the period of darkness, the night period. And the Bible says it is far spent. It is almost coming to an end. I've seen some people saying that I'm giving up. People who are born again. They're losing hope in life. It is real. It is happening. Fear everywhere. People are afraid. And that's the reason why Paul, when he was caught up in the third heaven, he did not want to come back. And this Paul, the servant of God, he said that I'm not going back. Why? Because of the glory that he was experiencing compared to what he was going through. And it's the same man who said that a thorn upon my flesh, what he was going through. The church is going through an intense, and even in other places, in other countries, where they do not want to hear anything to do with the name of Jesus. But even in those countries, there are people who have given their lives to Jesus. And against all odds, most of them are being persecuted. Most of them are going through persecution. But they have offered their lives 
They say that whatever they have received is precious, not worth comparing with the present suffering. And they are being told to denounce Christ. And they say no. So the night is far spent, but the day is at hand. And what are we supposed to do as the body of Jesus Christ? Let us put on the armor of light. Praise the Lord. Let's put on the armor of light. That's who we are. We are the people of light. Even in, in darkness, even in a world which is full of what we see, pain, fear, terror, and all that is going on, we are supposed to put the full armor of light, if I may put it that way. We are supposed to speak life. We are supposed to reflect life. We are supposed to breathe life. Let's put the, all, the armor of light even in a world which is full of darkness and fear in the name of Jesus. And verse 13, let us walk properly. Let us walk properly. We are supposed to walk properly as people of this light. We are a letter that is supposed to be read by everybody. Wherever you go, whatever you do, they are supposed to say, this is a Christian. And that's what happened to the disciples. Even before preaching to people, people looked at them, looked at their life, the way they conducted themselves, how they behaved. And they said, surely these are Christians. So these people preach, already they preach through their characters. They already preached through their conduct. And people were able to see that and say, these are Christians. Is it possible for us, wherever we go, whatever we do, that people look at you and they say, these are different people. These are Christians. And that's how we are supposed to behave and conduct ourselves, especially in this present time. That's how we are supposed to be. We are supposed to put on the armor of light. The armor of light. So let's walk properly as in the day, not in reverie and drunkenness and lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy. 
It's surprising that Paul was speaking to this church. He was speaking to people who are born again. Who also found themselves in strife and envy and drunkenness and all sorts of things of darkness. But he's telling them, brethren, walk properly. Walk properly. We are supposed to walk properly as people of the light. It's not surprising to see people of the light, people who are born again, they also engage in strife. They engage in envy, in backbiting, and so many things which are not supposed to be part of this journey. Those are excess baggage which are weighing us down as, as, as Christians, as people who have a cause. We are being weighed down by all this kind of weight. And the Bible says we are supposed to shed them off. Strife is not supposed to be in the life of a believer. Envy. There are people who are envy. There are people who are backbiting. But these are not supposed to be our portion. We are people of the light. We are supposed to walk properly because of the time that we are living in. And the reason why he was telling them about this is because probably they had forgotten. They had forgotten. But he's telling them that the day is drawing nigh. You are not supposed to be entangled with all these things. We are supposed to be transparent. We are supposed to reflect Christ. We are supposed to shed off because the night is fast spent, the day is at hand. And the Lord is coming. This pain is soon going to be over. When the Lord is calling us home. Because we are not going to be here forever. These are interesting times. They prophesied but they did not see. Their hearts were yearning for this time, but they were not able. And the Lord has allowed us uh, to see this time. So, brethren, as Paul talked to this church, the Lord has given us this opportunity to encourage one another. With these same words, that probably
probably were forgotten that you were in a journey. You were forgotten that there's somewhere we are heading to. And we are so busy doing all this stuff which are not supposed to be part of our life. Verse 14. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. Glory to Jesus. When Christ is in us, when we shed off and put Christ, which means our nature reflects Christ, then we shall not give provision to this flesh. Because it is this flesh which make people do the things that he has spoken about in the previous verses. I came here today, brethren, to encourage us, to remind us of the time that we are living in. That we are supposed to walk properly. That we are supposed to do what the Lord requires us to do, even as we continue in this journey. Let's shed off. Let's shed off and put the armor of light because the Lord is coming. The Lord is coming. And is coming for a pure church. A church which has no spot or ring. A church which is set apart for his glory. Is coming for that church. And I want to encourage you. If there's something in your life. That is weighing you down and not allowing you to run this race which is set before us we are supposed to shed it off and allow Christ to rule and reign in our lives that we may be ready because is coming The Lord is coming. And we thank God because He has not appointed us to wrath, but that everybody may come to the knowledge of Christ. The Lord never appointed us to wrath. No. He died for everybody. He died for all of us. 
But man is going there by choice. But how I wish we would reflect and introspect and allow the Spirit of God to minister to us and we point out to you areas in your life that you need to shed off that Christ may be found fully in your life and in my life even as we look forward for this glorious moment it's going to be a glorious moment has never been seen before the foundation of the world that time is almost here with us a time of refreshing a time that will be welcome home welcome home my faithful servant a time that will forget the pain that we have gone through, the rejections that we have gone through, the persecution that we have gone through, we are going to forget all that because the Lord is receiving us. This is a body of pain because it is not yet glorified. But the moment it will be glorified, will be able to see face to face as he is. And what a reunion, what a fellowship, what a celebration, what a day shall it be when the Lord himself will welcome us home say well done welcome my son welcome my daughter you've been faithful despite the things that you are going on you never rejected my name you never denounced my name you never you are not ashamed of me that is a glorious moment the history of the earth. Are you ready for that time? Because every journey has an end. Every journey is, has an end. Let's shed off the things darkness knowing the time that now it is high time and this same servant of God has spoken elaborately on that if you look at first Thessalonians chapter 5 we know we know we are supposed to know the time that we are 
living in. It is said in verse 1, but concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, concerning the times and the season, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you, which means this is something that we know. For you yourself know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. But you, glory to Jesus, but you, brethren, are not in darkness. We are not in darkness. We are people of the light. This day is not supposed to, to be a surprise to us as the people of the world. But you, it will be a surprise to many people, but you, brethren, are not in darkness. So that this day should overtake you as a thief. You are all sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night, nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep. Let us not sleep. Let us not sleep. We are not people of darkness or people of the night. We are people of the light. We are supposed to be awake. We are supposed to understand what is taking place. We are supposed to know, there is supposed to be a testimony in our spirit. We are not people of the night. We are people of the light. Let's show this light, brethren. In your conversation, in your talk, in your speech, in your conduct, let's show this light. We are not people of the night. So let's not sleep. Which means there are people who are sleeping and they are not supposed to sleep. As others do, others sleep, but you are not supposed to sleep. We are people of the light. Let's watch and be sober. For those who sleep, they sleep at night. And those who get drunk, are drunk at night. That's not our portion. But you, brethren, you are not of this type. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain 
salvation through Christ Jesus. Verse 10. Who died for us? That whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Therefore, comfort one each other and edify one another just as you also are doing. And that's why I'm here comforting one another or comforting each other, edifying one another, encouraging one another. When you see your brother goes astray, bring them back, encourage them. When you see somebody is, uh, is tired in this journey, encourage them, bring them back, tell them it is possible. That's why the Bible says we are surrounded by a cloud of witness. They are cheering us up. They are saying we have overcome. John is cheering us up. Paul is cheering us up. Peter is cheering us up. The prophets who have gone ahead of us, they are cheering us up. So let's encourage one another and more so as the days approach. Let's not let's not revenge let's not backbite let's not do all those stuff but let's encourage we can replace those things with the word of exhortation and encouragement to the body of Jesus Christ. We are in this journey together. Your pain may be different from my pain. Your temptation or your trials may be different from mine. We are facing different kind of trials. But we are in this journey together. We can encourage one another, we can exhort one another, we can lift one another, encourage, therefore, comfort each other, and edify one another, just as you also are doing. I believe we are doing that, because it says, just as you also are doing. give room for Masengeni Naugumi that your ears are itching before you, you, you share with somebody about Uvumi Fulani and Masengeni did you hear, have you heard those are unnecessary baggage and weight that we need to shed off and in that place you can tell your brother God loves you May God encourage you. You can pray with somebody. You can encourage somebody. We can replace those things and edify one another as the body of Jesus Christ because the Lord is covering his people. This is the final lap. This is the final lap. Yes, the night is fast spent. The day is at hand. 
this set off and encourage and build one another just as we are doing. So I believe that from today, by the grace of God, may God help us to shed off. Instead of sitting down and wasting a lot of time and talking about people, we can redeem that time by telling them the word of God and the time that you are living in. The night is past spent. The day is at hand. Let's put on the armor of light. I don't think the disciples of Jesus had time for gossiping. I don't think so. I don't think the disciples of Jesus had time to hate one another. I don't think so. I don't think the people of our camp had time All these things that we have been told to shed off. So I encourage you, people of God, because the Lord is preparing His church, and I said spiritual things are discerned by spiritual people. So if you are in spirit, you are able to discern what is going on. You really know and understand the time that you are living in. You won't have time of things which do not profit the kingdom. Let's forgive one another. Let's walk together as the army of Jesus Christ. Let's let it go. Allow the Spirit of God to deal with that pain that we may run this race. Let's allow the Spirit of God to deal with that pain. Let's allow the Spirit of God to deal with that pain and we forgive one another the Lord is preparing an army. An army that shall triumph. An army that shall conquer. And it is a mighty army. The Lord is gathering his people. In Jesus' name. Amen. As I invite uh, the senior pastor, but if you are there, you feel there's an area. The Spirit of God has convicted you of an area. We shall not be ashamed. We are making things right. This is your time. 
You can come forward that the, our senior pastor will pray together with us. Probably you've forgotten this your time. In Jesus' name.
Manifestation, we desire the indwelling that is all found in 